This is a Locker Room production. And we are officially back. It's episode 25 of Keeping It 2 Hun It's the 200 show. Yes, it's a locker room production, but it's my show. Now you're rocking with the best. Shout out Ro Parish for that line. Shout out to Street Sweeper featuring Gunna Gunna and Future on it. One playoff game tonight. No WWE talk. Just NBA. And why not have just NBA talk? Because Kevin Durant proved to everyone that the 9 for 25 guy that everyone was making fun of Sunday proved to come back and become easy money sniper. If Kevin Durant was a special ops, he would be a five-star guy. If Kevin Durant was the Joker, he would have been like Heath Ledger with the bazooka. No, I'm not trying to get kicked off this chat. I'm just saying how I'm feeling. Kevin Durant, in this second half alone, 10 of 13, 31 points, 3 of 5 from 3, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 steal. How about overall? You want the overall numbers? Kevin Durant, 49 points, 16 of 23, 4 of 9 from 3, 13 of 16 from the free throw line, 17 rebounds, 10 assists, 3 blocks, uh, sorry, 2 blocks, 3 steals. I'm all hyped up and everything. Brooklyn wins 114-108. They take the 3-2 series lead after dropping the first after dropping the last two games in Milwaukee. Here's how the Brooklyn Nets Milwaukee series has went. If you need a quick recap because this is a show that I'm doing solo tonight. So, if everybody has not been checking out the Keeping It 200 show on Spotify and stuff and just catching up with this one, then this is your quick recap synopsis. The first two games Milwaukee could not stop James Harden because James Harden literally only played 46 seconds in game one. So Blake Griffin got confidence and then came Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant who were able to just give the ball and pass it around and literally make Brooklyn a better team. Game two was in the Barclays center and Brooklyn was up by 49 at one point in this game. We go back to game six tonight Brooklyn was as down as much as 17 in this game in the same arena that they were up 49 in in game two when Kyrie and Kevin Durant only combined to score 54 points. And we're back here again. Kevin Durant, though, played all 48 minutes. He had a triple-double in the 48 minutes. And also here, special advertisement here that – Due to Kevin Durant getting a triple-double in the playoffs, that means 32% off eligible in-store merchandise at the NBAstore.com. Make sure you guys go check that out and get yourself some sweet merch. It's the first Keeping It 200 advertisement, so thank you, NBA Shop, for sponsoring this episode. And we get into this game here. It's only one game on the night. Kevin Durant, though, I just mentioned he had the 49-point game in the 48 minutes. James Harden... 
was a doubtful in this game. He was actually supposed to be listed as out yesterday. Then he was moved up to doubtful today. And then he was moved up to probable because Kyrie Irving is out for the rest of this series. If Brooklyn does not beat um, Milwaukee in six at the Faisal Forum and has to go back to a game seven in Barclays. However, Harden in just tonight played all 40, played 45 minutes, one of 10, zero of eight from three, five points, six rebounds, eight assists. Harden did not look like himself in the first half, but in the second half, he did warm up better and played, uh, it played a little bit more like the James Harden. He didn't have the scoring effort tonight, but what James Harden did outside of scoring was literally just facilitate the ball and help Brooklyn get this W. Look at the other guys here. Bruce Brown, one of five, two points in 13 minutes starting. Blake Griffin, seven of 11, three of six, 17 points in 29 minutes. Joe Harris was even two of 11, one of seven from three with five points. Jeff Green off the bench, eight of 11, seven of eight from three. That's a career high for Jeff Green, by the way. 27 points. And he also had three assists and a rebound and one block. And give credit to Landry Shaman as well. Three of five with nine points. Brooklyn shot 49% from the field, 37% overall from three. Second half numbers right here. It was Brooklyn that outbeat Milwaukee 71 to 49 in the second half with Durant 31 in the fourth, uh, second half, like I mentioned. Blake Griffin with 10 in the second half, and Jeff Green with 12 in the second half on four or five from three. All of his shots were from three in the second half. For Milwaukee, they shot 49% from the field overall, 40% from three with their 13 threes compared to the Brooklyn 16. Giannis Adenakumbo, 14 of 22 on four of seven from the free throw line, 34 points, 12 rebounds, four assists, uh, four turnovers, a steal. Um, and I guess it's time to start talking about Milwaukee because Milwaukee was up by 17 at one point in this half and Milwaukee blew the 17 point second half lead. And now we have to start talking about where's Milwaukee go from here. They're literally now down. You talk about Milwaukee literally. Sorry, sorry. My feed went out. <laughs> But we talk about Milwaukee, literally, they they literally had this game in the bag. This should have been the easiest W of the night. And Mike Budenhoser, the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, could not close out this game. Giannis had a perfect game that you can have. I know there's going to be people on social media that will roast him and everything for this. But there's really nothing you can really roast about Giannis performance. Giannis really did go out there and have the best game he really could. Chris Middleton, 8 of 22, 3 of 10 from 3, 25 points overall. Drew Holiday, 7 of 16, 3 of 7, 19 points. Um, the 3 of 7 for 3, 19 points overall. And I've been saying this here before that, you know, I feel like Middleton is better than Holiday in this series. But honestly, both are a problem for this team. Like, for example, in game four, there was just nothing but this talk of, well, P.J. Tucker stopped Kevin Durant. And in this game tonight, P.J. Tucker did not stop Durant. He was only 0 of 3 in 33 minutes. Second half box score here for the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks only scored, Giannis had uh, 17 on 6 of 11 in the second half. 
You had Brooke Lopez with 10 points. Chris Middleton, 4 of 10, 11 points. Holiday was 4 of 11, 9 points. But it was just Milwaukee's bad shooting. 5 of 14 from 3 in the second half. Uh, 45% in this second half. And Milwaukee's defense was a big problem because they allowed Brooklyn to shoot 65% in the second half with 10 threes to go along with that. And also, you look at Milwaukee now, it's 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 definitely over for Milwaukee. Uh, I mean, Milwaukee wins game six, it's going to be because of the home crowd. It really will be because I don't see Durant having two bad games in a row. I don't see Kevin Durant having a bad game, but I don't see Kevin Durant maybe going for the triple-double 49-point, 17 rebounds, 10 assists night. I don't see Durant doing that. However, I do see Durant still having a 30-10 and 10 game, which is still going to be a great game. And for Milwaukee, now the big question is going to be, where do they go now from here? Because... Milwaukee thought that getting rid of Eric Blitzel was the problem, and they gave Drew, and they got and they traded for Drew Holiday, and they gave Drew Holiday forty million dollars. Now, we're looking at Milwaukee. Now, Milwaukee's now down. You know, now Milwaukee had this chance to really win tonight. Milwaukee honestly blew an easy chance. This is literally like. The easiest game that Milwaukee could have won. And they got outcoached. They did not play no defense. And they and they took and they took Brooklyn lightly in the second half. Kevin Durant came out of this game and played like he was the MVP. And I'm gonna say this here. If Durant was healthy this entire season, Durant would have not only made the all NBA first team but would have made would have won MVP unanimously. There's no way that you can deny Kevin Durant. Durant's numbers are incredible. They're impressive. It's it's something that we're not giving credit to because people will say that Kevin Durant's not the best scorer of all time. It'll be because of these two reasons. One, that people are jealous that he went to Golden State because it's called a business where their business is to win championships and make money, not to be a fan favorite. And also the second reason will be that people feel that Durant's lazy and Durant, you know, missed so many games that they didn't deserve it. And, you know, the all NBA ballots came out today, but I'm not going to go into that stuff. I'm going to wait for another keeping it 200 episode. That will be Thursday night. Um, that we do all that because game six is going to be the real deciding factor because we will be doing a game six post-show live on locker room. And I, and I really want to see if this is going to be, we're talking about Brooklyn winning in six and now waiting uh, Atlanta, Philadelphia, or is it going back to game seven? We'll see. Uh, final numbers on the night though. It was, 52 points for Milwaukee points in the paint. Brooklyn only had 32 points in the paint. Uh, like I mentioned, Milwaukee was up by 17. Brooklyn's biggest lead was by six. Four lead changes, three ties. Second chance points was five to two Milwaukee. 
fast break points was tied at two each for both teams on one of four. Uh, rebounds, it was literally 30, what, 36 to 35 in rebounds. Assists, 27-18. Both Brooklyn won that. And that's all that can really be said for this game. Uh, probably the shortest, well, second shortest keeping it 200 episode ever. But I had to get that off my chest. We will be back, though, Thursday night. Unless there is a something spectacular that happens on Wednesday with the Kawhi game, with Kawhi and Paul George back in Utah for Game 5, and, of course, Atlanta heading to Philadelphia. It's a wait and see. So, um, predictions, though, I'm going to go ahead and make quick predictions for the two games tomorrow night. Loading up my DraftKings Sportsbook. Sorry, people. So I've got so Atlanta is the underdog plus six in Philadelphia. Money lines plus one eighty five if you're feeling really lucky on Atlanta. Uh, Philadelphia is the minus six point spread, which means Philadelphia needs to win by seven or more, and Atlanta needs to lose by six or less to win your bet. And for the Clippers, it's plus two and a half at Utah. Utah is a favorite by minus two and a half. Money lines though are actually really close though. Uh, Utah is a minus one forty three, and the Clippers are a plus one twenty. I'm going to say the Hawks take the plus six. I still say Philadelphia wins, but I'm saying the Hawks will cover that, that six-point spread. Clippers-Jazz, it's a minus two and a half for Jazz. I'm going to say the Jazz come out in game five and play like like they need to play. So I've got the Jazz minus two and a half. Um, and I think the Jazz should win that. And that's all for the... Keeping it 200 episode 25. Second shortest episode or shortest episode ever um, by standards. But hey, if you like the show, make sure to check it out on Spotify and more. And we're going to close it out as well with Street Sweeper closing out the show for keeping it 200. That's all for keeping it 200 episode 25. We'll be back Thursday with Blackheart. And hopefully some other guests on the show so that way it doesn't sound like it's just a solo dead show. But anyway, so talk to you guys next time. Peace.